American football in Finland. That's how good he is. That's definitely the best offensive player. He could play receiver, quarterback, or running back if he needed to. Try to make them have a run game, which we know that they really don't have. I like to say he's kind of like, he kind of does like he's playing Madden when it comes to the playoffs. He starts doing a lot of weird stuff that you think can only happen on video games, and he gets away with it. But he ain't better. But in my opinion, he ain't better than Jabari Harris. I'll take Jabari Harris all day. Put that on the podcast, too. American football in Finland. Voice in your ears right now. Perfect purpose. Back on AFF. American football in Finland. Best podcast in Finland. Okay, maybe not the best podcast in Finland. But the best football, American football podcast in Finland. Yeah, because there's only like three of us. Um, <laughs> yeah. Today on the show, I got one of the best defensive backs in Europe. Uh, he's pe- played the last couple of years with the Helsinki Roosters, helped them win a couple championships. Uh, used to play for Taft back when he was a younger man. Gave me some insider information about what he's doing next year that I won't tell anybody because, you know, <laughs> perfect purpose. I keep secrets. Oh, also, um, this guy is the modern renaissance man, right? The modern (laughs) renaissance man. I'm not even sure sure what that means. I think it means that this dude is, he's a football player, but he also has like good taste. And, you know, he can still be the man besides just a football player. He's so much Mm -hmm. more. And his name is Axley Olin. Oh, uh, welcome to the show, actually. Thank you very much. Thank you Am very I much. Am I saying the last name wrong? Sorry. Yeah, no, it's 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 perfect. It's oh, perfect. Thank you for the hype. I want to talk a little bit about the the team and league structure in Finland. Actually, there's seven teams in the Maple League, and then there's uh between four and five teams in Division One usually, and th- those are pretty much the top two leagues. And everyone wants to be in the Maple League, but last three years, the team that goes from Division One to the Maple League gets in the playoffs. And then there's constantly teams dropping from the Maple League and not even having teams within the next couple of years. Do you think that this seven teams, five teams, and then eight teams in the second division, then eight more in the third division, and then four more in the fifth division, do you think having so many teams is a good structure for this right now? And if you don't, which a lot of people think there should be some type of change, what kind of ideas do you have? I think there should be club teams for juniors. There should be more club teams for juniors. But when it, when it comes to senior play, you should, you should have, well, probably maximum of 20, 20 yeah. teams. L- let me start off with the divisions first. I didn't even know there is a division five. And I might sound like, a, like a, a cocky Maple League player, but I don't understand why people play this game at that level. That's you know, not, I'm, you know I don't what? understand that. I, I'm going to explain that. As a people, hobby. They call it a hobby. Yeah. If you want a hobby, go play f- flag football. Football, football is needs- too dangerous to be a hobby. I do yeah, not want to but- play a hobby where I get like, if someone else is taking it serious, I can be hurt. Like, there's like 50 and 60-year-old men playing in the fifth division because it's a hobby. When I'm 50, I'm going to tell everybody, I do not give a damn about being hit. I'm going to go play flag if I yeah, play yeah. anything. I'm mostly going to sit at home and do 12 – well. 33 centiliter curls. <laughs> is that, is that yeah. how much a, a drink is? Yeah. But, but the thing is, a football teams need, a team needs at least 30 people, preferably more than 40 to make. Mm-hmm. And it's not, not just to make games better. It's to enable good practices 
and player development in, in their own positions. And that's why people bring or teams bring those uh, foreign players because they don't have enough players. They're difficult. You, you, it's a difficult transit from alignment to a receiver, for example. Yeah. Or, or, the, or vice versa, as, as people usually bring more linemen. But anyway, now if all divisions would be competitive uh, in the sense that players were invested in the sport and every team would have that goal to conquer Maple League one day, I would say it's a good thing. But the thing is, you allow these, you, you said 50 to 60-year-old, I would say it's even 35-plus uh, most of the time. Division two. Division two. I'm calling out the Pori Bears, the Mikulay Bouncers. These teams have been in Division two for like four years, killing it, but don't want to move up to be in legit Division one or Maple League. Those are the teams that are ruining the sport. But, but the thing is, you need more collaboration between people. And, and you said it before, people who have quit football, who don't play anymore. You need those in the organization. You need those 35-year-olds who have work experience, who have you know, insight, who know how things are run. You need them in the organization to do th- different things. But you know, don't need them on the playing field. Here's my question. That's a, that's a really good point. Here's my question. How do you get these uh, – I'm not going to No, I'm going to say it. How do you get these bums – to give up their dream of playing and realize that they can be so more beneficial to the organization and the sport. Like the thing is a lot of times it's just their ego. It's just these older guys are like, well, I want to be involved, but I don't want to be like one of the old guys and I want to play, but I don't want to like practice all the time. Like they're half in half out and they get a whole new team for that. And it's just like, yeah. And I don't have anything. I'm, I don't have anything against older people. If, if, if you're 35 or 30 even, but you're, you're putting in the hours and, and trying to develop yourself as a player, you're invested in the sport, you're committed, I don't, I don't care. But then when you come, in, come to practice once a week, and, and this doesn't happen at Roosters, and actually I'm going to shout out Santo Aravan and Bello Aras, so both Roosters play, defensive players over 30 and still killing it. Uh, yeah, but anyway, if you have those guys who, who don't, and obviously, they have other obligations. They need to go to work and have kids and whatever. But if you got that, you don't want that kind of guys in your team. Mm-hmm. You want committed people. But that's the so, thing. So there's those, like eight teams like that. Like yeah. there's like eight teams that are full of those guys. And I'm like, cut those teams. Put yeah. them out. Fuse, fuse the smaller organizations together and have the rest of them who don't make the cut play fat flag football. Here's my idea. Here's my pitch. I'm pitching this. I'm pitching this to anybody who will listen. First of all, I agree with you. Um, let's get rid of like half the teams. Um, my plan has us having only 18 teams. In the top division in the Maple League, you would have conferences or divisions, whatever the hell you want to call them. But, you know, mm-hmm. pools. That's a better word to call it internationally. You would have different pools. And what I would do is I would put 12 teams in the Maple League. I basically group. D1 and the Maple League now together because you got seven in the Maple and five in um, D1. Of these 12 teams, I'd split them into four regions and have three teams in each region. You know, I'd have like Hamelina, Porvu, East City in one conference, Kuopio, Kotka, Kovala in another conference. You know, like keep it close yeah. so mm-hmm. it doesn't cost the teams a lot of money to travel because you would play everybody in your, in your conference twice. Mm-hmm. So that's a home and away, and that way you know that you don't have to travel that far 
but then you would also play at least two opponents from the other conferences. So you would get a 10-game season. You play people in your conference for four games, and then you got six games against everybody else in the league. Of course, you can rotate the schedule of who you're playing and all that crap. Yeah. But you get 10 games. You get, the, you get to play against most of the league, but not everyone, which is similar to how, like, the NFL does it. And what it leaves is it leaves that built-up tension. Like, some of those teams you don't get to play, that's going to be a matchup for the playoffs and who knows. But then at the same time, you play enough of the teams that you actually know how good the teams are. But this would make the games that you play during the season a little bit more important. You're only going to play a team once. There isn't no, well, we'll get them at home or we'll get them again. You only get that one shot against most of them unless they're in your conference. And if they're in your conference, what we're doing there is we're building football. We're building rivalries because I'm playing this team twice a year. In my model, you got Wassa, Sinayoki, and Tampa in the same division. Uh, I actually mm, – yeah, I put the Roosters, the Wolverines, and the Crusaders in the same division. A lot of people from the same area that would get you something. And those teams are – they would be – Which Crusaders are those? The United Newland Crusaders, the new team. Oh, Loya, Loya and oh okay. Like, oh, I'm not sure. Are they in the first division? Yeah, they're in the first division this year. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. not 100% sure how they're going to work out, but where they're located and if they if they were – be, if they were to be pushed up to the Maple League and have to bring in imports, it would make for a nice rivalry in the southern part without them having to go all the way to Turku. And then the playoffs, you have to win your division. So that increases that rivalry. You have to come in first to go to the playoffs. Well, I and then you could also have wild card for the, you know, two. Yeah, that was next. And then you get two wild cards. So if you win your division, you're automatically in. And then the next two best teams in the entire league go. Tiebreakers are done by division record, head-to-head, point differential, and then a coin flip if it gets to that. And then, you know, you have home games in the playoffs, neutral site for the championship, something like that. What I would also do is to incorporate the relegation and promotion to it is there would still be a division one. It would be a six-team league. The teams would be Olu, Pori, Uvascula, Mekele, Turku, and I'd make Taft create a new men's team, and they'd be in it. The D1 champion would have to play a, rele- a promotion slash relegation game at the end of the season against the worst team from their conference. So instead of just randomly having teams go up and down, say a team, say Vonta made it. If Vonta wins, they would play the worst team from conference A because conference A is Hamelina, Porvu, East City. So if they take any of those team spots, it doesn't mess up the, the travel arrangement for that division. Yeah, it's still similar distances. So that way, that's even more incentive for if you're in the Maple League in that division that you don't want to come in last in your division. There's checks and balances, and that's that's how I would do it and just kind of keep it to that. I won't go into the whole specifics of it. I, I like that idea. I, I think it ha- I think it's valuable to talk about it at it, least. And the, I don't know what the teams think about it, but I would say it's, uh, it's improvement to the current system. The thing that it would do Anybody want to play on teams below Division One, they they could play or have their own league. No one cares, but it wouldn't be affiliated. And the only way they could play in like the SAJL is to play on one of those eighteen teams, which means anyone else is playing is on a farm team. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the only teams. No more new teams can be created because there doesn't need to be. 
So those are the only teams, so we don't have to worry about teams just popping up every five days. Maybe one day, who knows? Anybody yeah, listening? I, I, see, I see some problems with it too, but it's, it's definitely an idea worth you know improving. Yeah, there, there's issues with it, but the biggest thing about it that I was trying to really work on was the, the financial issues. A lot of teams can't keep up with having to travel the distances they got to travel for games. Teams having to come all the way to Helsinki from Vasa, like, yeah, it's already they got to do it, but if they got to play against three teams from Helsinki, or if you got to play against now, everyone this year is going to have to go to Vasa, Sinayoki, Kuopio now. Like, that's going to break the bank on some teams, like, budgets-wise. My solution would be to kind of remedy that a little bit and not make as many trips that way. And I think that with everyone playing against each other, it would push teams to be more um, aggressive when it comes to budgeting and sponsorships and promotions. You're going to get more promotion by saying you're playing against good teams than if you were in Division Three. Like a lot of teams here, what I see is, oh, you won Division One, you got all these new sponsors, you went up to the Maple League. Now you're in the playoffs because you got all this money that you spent on imports. A couple years later, you're ass back in Division Three. And that's the way it is. But if there is no Division Three to go to, you have to, like, think long-term. That can maybe help some of these teams out. I could talk about the restructure forever. I think we agree that less teams will be better, and it can be shuffled around a little bit. What's up? Are you enjoying the AFF podcast? Damn right you are. Well, let the world know you enjoy the show. Follow AFF on the Podbean app. Just head over to AmericanFootballFinland.Podbean.com and hit that follow button. You can also find the podcast by searching for American Football in Finland on the Podbean app. The full version of the last segment is available to AFF patrons only. Next on American Football in Finland, Perfect Purvis and Curtis Slater discuss the structure of Finland's Football League. I think I think it has a big deal. Uh, a big issue is probably just the the organizations and them trying to build their teams and mm-hmm. who they're signing uh, and how well they mix with. I mean, you know, you you know how some imports are. Some imports are here just for money. Some are here yeah. just to, for the experience. And then there's some like I'll say my like myself in general is we're out here trying to actually make them better, evolve the game, and and have them be successful so that this isn't just a waste of their time or our time. I would I would have, especially if you want to make it more competitive, like I know sometimes, and like I go back to the organization, sometimes when they're in those leagues and they, they have the opportunity to move up, they don't. Yes. That's where, that's where you see like. We're talking to you, Pori Bears. We're talking to you, Mechali uh, Bouncers. All you Division Two teams yeah. who've been – Killing it in Division Two for the last 18 years, yes. but don't want to go up to Division One, which is why the Kovala Indians can stay in Division One forever mm-hmm. with their 10 players on their team every year and then 85 imports who are average at best. <laughs> yeah, and then they still don't win any games. And like the Steelers who are moving up now, like they, I'm, I'm pretty the scores that I've seen in those games, especially the Wolverines too. Like y'all are like killing teams. Hey, say say the truth. Say the truth. Quopio Steelers and Helsinki Wolverines probably could have beat uh, yes. Turku. They, no, they, they, they would have been. Y'all would have been in the playoffs. It'd be yeah. 
Wolverines, Steelers, us, and Vasa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, you, oh, and you and heard him, it first. You heard it here from yeah. players. Yeah, we could have been in that. Yeah, but I, I feel like the, the, the better competition in games would help the league out, especially viewer-wise, because people want to come see good games. They don't want to come see the Roosters who have won the league however, however many times play San Ioki, who just can't can't get a hold of their season like at all. Uh, Turku, who had a bad season as well. You want to see the games where, like Vasa, how they had they had the, the one game where they came out and they they put it they put a work on us, and and made us realize, hey, the top dog ain't the top dog yet. But yeah, just to, just to make the league more competitive, I feel like would bring more attention to to Finland, to American football, and to the organizations as as well as getting the teams that, like you said, that are falling off. Have them stay in the lower leagues to try to build, to rebuild. I would say. I think one thing that the the name, the number one thing that should be done to increase competition and fix the structure of the teams and or and different leagues, less teams. Yeah, there are forty teams in Finland. That's forty club teams. That's not even including the fact that some of them only have women, some of them only have kids, mm-hmm. and there's only fifteen hundred players. There's only 1,500 licensed players. That's less than 40 people per team. Yeah. More like 35 a team, I think, tops, which is unsustainable for most of the teams. If you have a, a couple of years where you don't recruit well, like Taft and Turku have, where your older players retire, mm-hmm. but you don't have yeah. new players, like Sinayoki is three years away from having a, a whole new crop of beasts. Yeah, they've been killing it in the youth league. The youth, the last yeah, three they, years. their youth teams. Are so really good. they just had a gap, and you know that gap is there, but they can't find any other players because everybody's on all these other teams. Yeah, because there's a million options for these people to play on different teams, and I understand people are like, yeah, but you got to travel and da da da. Oh well, in you want to compare the sport to what it is, compared to what it is. American football played in the states. The NFL has 32 teams. Mm-hmm. There's 50 states. Everybody don't get a team. Yeah. So we don't need to have this whole, well, we want to have a, t- you wouldn't want to have it where we don't have to travel to go play. Why do we have five teams in Helsinki? A hundred percent. I think that's got to be because of egos. Yeah. People don't want to be involved, involved with in the organization. Yeah. I mean, look at the, the Kotka Eagles are basically the Kovla Indians from five years ago. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the, the same, the same team just created a new team because they didn't want to be part of the Indians. Yeah. So now you got two teams in an area where you could have one team and have more players. Yeah, and then they, and don't. then yeah, and then on each team there's probably two decent guys instead of putting a team where it's all decent and they can make each other better. Exactly, and breed yeah. better competition between yeah. each other and other people. If you like the AFF podcast, be sure to check out my website, perfectpurpose.com, for more football. I have new articles published daily about football in Suomi, interview articles on import players from around the globe, and I dabble in the interest topics about different aspects of American football on the international level. If you want more football, go to perfectpurpose.com and follow me as I observe football around the world. The full version of the last segment is available to AFF patrons only. Next on American Football in Finland, Spencer Cutland sits down with Perfect Purvis to continue the discussion on league restructure. I don't know. 
you know, do you go with like a Super 4 or like a Super 5? I don't know, because then you cut down games and you cut down like, you know, like Norway, they only have five teams, I think, and you're guaranteed a playoff space, you know, even that's, if you that's go... That's exactly what Division 1 is now. You have you know, five like, teams, you got to beat one, and then you're in the playoffs. You know, we saw, you know, like you got, you you played for the East City Giants, correct? No, I did not. No, no, sorry, no, Wolverines, my bad, my bad. I get I get confused with that yellow stripe, you know. I I get confused. We have no yellow but, stripes, um, but okay. On, on your okay. shorts, right? No, on your we have like this little like a little like yellow mark, but there's no stripe. That's like yellow, off, man. It puts me off. It puts me we off. Anyway, yellow jersey, but no stripes, man. Anyway, Gosh. let's move on. Um, like, yeah, would you guys? I know it was you know there was a, a battle with you guys at the top with Corpio, East City Giants, and you guys. But then if you guys had been in the top league, the Vachter League, like where would you personally have put yourself? Like, if you look we'd at it, be in the middle. Obviously. We'd be in the middle. Like, we would have went, we would immediately would have went from top of the league to the middle. And that's that's the issue I have with it is that um, last year, Hamelina won the first division and then they make top four teams out of seven the next year in the Maple League. The year before, the Royals win the first division they jump and make top four out of seven teams. And the year before that, no, actually when the Royals went, Tampa went up with them. Like, I don't like the fact that we have two divisions, yet if I win this division, I don't, I don't necessarily come in at the bottom of the next division. I go straight to the middle. Again, like that, like if there's you an look, issue with that. If you look at Hemelina and at Vaza, they came up. Um, they brought in Chris Young. Obviously. They brought in a new quarterback. They brought in Arjilong. You know, MVP, MVP, and you know, a solid QB. That's a big, a big step. You know, but everybody um, has the same opportunity. I feel like when those teams that's jump, that's very true. That's very true. It's that new then, money. New money gets you into the playoffs, right? Because that. that's what those teams yeah. are getting. They're getting. They're going from Division One, and then when they win Division One. They get all these extra sponsors saying, hey, we're so good, we're this, and then they yeah. throw money at it. And then two or yeah. three years later, you got Taft, Turku, uh, Sinayoki out here looking like bums because they don't have any actual players because they've been buying imports for the last three years. And that's where we come down to that core, you know, that the, the teams that will build cores, that will build from the ground up the young experience, you know, Roosters have proved it, you know. They will prevail over time. Yep. You know, 69ers became an import-based team. I think they fall off. Way, yeah, they did. I think one way to prove Portugal, it that Portugal struggled because they lost guys to other teams. True. They fell off. Vanda weren't really competitive because again they stopped getting those imports because of money issues, etc. I don't know. Like but no imports that last year. They were exactly. horrible. Because there's yeah. no core. You know, actually, Olin left. Um, Otto, I know he used to play, I think, again, on... Yeah, Oko uh, so D-line. They, they lost two D-line. People, leave. The other People leave to go to the Roosters because they really want to improve themselves. Until you get that core. And that's what Seppo at the... Um, at the Royals is trying to do. He's trying to build that core to make a sustainable team, mm-hmm. and that should be the goal. It shouldn't be, you know, you 
you've got to go for one thing. You either throw loads of money at it, see what sticks to the final, blah, 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 blah. Or do we build and build and build a core and see the goal in three or four years? I think that the, the biggest thing about the way the league is set up is with all this movement, like think about the teams that are in the first division and teams that are in the Maple League. It's a, it's a lot of teams either one, they start a brand new team. Uh, you have Wasser Royals, you got Homelina Huskies. Those teams themselves have only been around for like five or six years. True. If that. So these guys, one, they were part of other teams and decided they wanted to be their own team. They wanted to start something new. Um, you got a team now, you got the Kutka Eagles. Yeah. They, they've been moving up from Division Three all the way up to Division One this year and have a chance to win Division One now that they, they've built a core, which you look at one of those three teams I just named, okay, maybe that's the right way to do it, to start a team, build it up, and then get to the Maple League. But you also have to look at the history of the – the league, that's how everybody started. Yep. Everyone started from the bottom and built their way up. The problem is people can't stay up. Um, what I think of no. a huge issue here in Finland is there's too many goddamn teams. There, You have in Helsinki by, by itself, you have almost five teams in Helsinki. Yet you got two teams who don't have enough players to play. That's an issue because there's too many options. And there's not enough players. It's a, the country only has 6 million people. There's only 1,500 players playing on 40 different teams. Do the math to that. I won't do it in the top of my head, but that's like 20 players per team. And it's I mean, not – I think Helsinki is unique because of, this, of it being the capital. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're in the middle of another awesome episode of AFF. Why am I interrupting you right now? Because I got bills to pay. American Football in Finland is a podcast for the people, by the people. And that means I need the people, aka you, the listeners, to become invested in AFF by becoming a patron. Becoming an AFF patron is pretty simple. Click the Become a Patron button on the Podbean app and decide how much you really love American Football in Finland. If you like the show and want exclusive content, Become a level one supporter. A level one supporter consists of donating $1 per month to the podcast. That's $12 a year for exclusive AFF content. Level two patrons are true AFF promoters. For donating $3 per month as a level two promoter, you not only get exclusive patron content, but I also throw in some free American football in Finland gear so you can show the world your support for AFF. Now, if you really ride with me in the AFF podcast, you can donate $5 per month and become a Level 3 Loyalist patron member. Level 3 Loyalists get all the privileges of a promoter and a Level 1 patron with the additional opportunity to become a guest speaker on American football in Finland. Loyalists don't just support the show, you are the show. But no matter the patron level you become, supporter, promoter, or loyalist, it'll be greatly appreciated because you, the listeners, will help make AFF the best damn podcast ever. So let's make American football in Finland great. Become a patron today. The full version of the last segment and the next segment is available to AFF patrons only. 
On the last segment of American Football in Finland, Jabari Harris and Hugh Floyd give perfect purpose their opinions about the league structure in Finland. It's going it's, it's gonna to have to change. It, it has to. The format sucks. I'm not trying to put down SAJL, but I've been here to win. It was better is what I'm saying. And I think Q knows also. Q, I think when you played a few years, you guys had almost 10 teams in the league. And it was more competition. I think that yeah, we had a I lot. think that I think that people will also come if it was more games, more teams, more players, and more imports to see. The fact that we have five divisions is a bit ridiculous. I mean, you one honestly, the division one is supposed to be the development league, and everything else is either a joke or just something for people that don't want to play in the top two leagues. It's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. When you look at the GFL and AFL, they hate GFL one, two, and three. That's it. What do you need five leagues for? <laughs> the the GFL play for hobbies. They're if they want to play for hobbies, have a hobby league, but don't have five divisions and try to say all of them are legit and a part of the SAJL. The SAJL puts their brand on that. Is what I'm saying. True. Every league says SAJL Division Five, and then the players are calling it the Beer League. How can people take us serious when we have a beer league with the league's brand on it? And the beer league has more players than division the one division, division one and two. two. Yes, there's no reason in the first division, which is the next step to the Maple League, we got five teams, but the division two has a whole div- – they have a whole – it's like the SEC West and North <laughs> and South down there. They got 12 teams. <laughs> but we over here – I'm over here like, well, guys, look, I know it's a bit – demotivating but look we just got to win one game and we're in because the league has set us up like that even if i'm in the maple league and i'm playing for a team that's struggling if i if i was playing with Santa Yoki last i'm looking at the league and i'm like hey guys look i know right now we're at seventh but we need two wins guys and we're in the mix i think that the format the format hurts because it doesn't allow for teams to really have to put in the work to make that next step it's too many teams first and foremost, and that's another issue with player participation because we have so many teams that are local. And for an example, in Helsinki, at one point in time, it was five teams. What's the <laughs> point of having five teams in Helsinki? That, that, that hurts the participation because if we limited how many divisions there are, and with all these teams that were local, if players want to play, they're going to begin to go to one team that's going to allow for rosters to be bigger. That means that practices are going to be more competitive because there are players. More and then you can, Yeah, and then you can also get coaches. So now you can really come up with a product. Right now the issue is with so many teams, people have so many options to where, oh, if I don't want to put in any work as a player, I'm going to go play Division Five, and that's what I'm going to do. Or as a coach, if I want to call myself a coach, but I don't want to be committed to the game. I'm going to go coach division four or five because it doesn't require me to put in any work. But then that takes away because you got teams in the Maple League and in the first division that are like, dang, I just can't get any player participation. I can't just get any coaching. That's why. I agree with you guys. Uh, more than anything, I, I like that relegation thing that Jeremy does. The, the Wolverines or, or I'm mean, not Wolverines, Corpio should have probably played Santa Yoki to see. Like, okay, obviously Corpio won. So, okay, if you say Corpio won, you know, now let's see if if the Crocs could beat Corpio. Because if the Crocs can't beat Corpio, then the Crocs don't need to be in the Maple League. That's simple. And then, okay, then you got the Wolverines next up. If the Wolverines, you know, not saying they should play. I just think it should be a better format than what it is because 
now we're getting these teams in. Like you said, they, they coming in a year or two and having a chance to go into the to the to the playoffs. Like that's kind of like a diss on the Maple League because the Maple League didn't used to be like that. You had to earn your spot because Santiago wasn't gonna let you in, Porvo wasn't gonna let you in, um, the Roosters weren't gonna let you in. A lot of these teams, like you you weren't going to the playoffs unless you were actually winning six, seven games. You could probably get in now by winning four. Like we did the 69s. We got in winning, what, four games? Yep. Because we beat Porvo twice. In, in, uh, <laughs> we won. Twice. We won the right, we won the right games <laughs> at the, the right, right time. Like, it's no reason a team win four games should be in the playoffs. Like no matter what year, what you know, what country you in. You know what I mean? So that's that's like a diss on, on the league. But I, I think it just needs to, like you say, more less teams. Will will allow more people to be together to help players develop. You won't ever have to worry about having enough people at practice because you'll have enough bodies. You know what I mean? Like you won't have to worry about money either, especially when you yeah. got a farm team. So and one big team. I mean, that's a lot of income coming in, and so and that, it, it it works out. It just all around works out. If you don't have sponsors, you got seventy players. American Football in Finland is now on iTunes. Please rate the show and subscribe today. If you really like the podcast, follow AFF on the Podbean app. Search American Football in Finland and hit that follow button. And for all you loyal AFF listeners, we are now accepting Podbean patrons. Click become a patron on the AFF page and pledge your loyalty. Thanks for listening. American Football in Finland.